Welcome to an all new episode of the Granny Panty Podcast, where we highlight women over 40 in the adult industry and beyond. I'm your host, Ruby Lynn. And as always, I would love for you to subscribe, like, share, comment on my videos. Um, it's much appreciated. I am super excited about my guest today. She is iconic, legendary in the adult industry. Let me welcome Christy Cannon. Hello, Christy. I'm great. And it's Canyon, not Cannon. Okay. Canyon. Canyon. Like Laurel Canyon, Coldwater Canyon. But you know what? I've heard every version. Chrissy Cannon's. I just, but it is Canyon. But thank you. Now, I'm honored to be on your podcast. You said that you looked into my body of work before the show. I sure did. I sure did. Um, go ahead. Do, do, I just want to know, though, um, like you and I are about the same age. You're a little younger. Did you watch adult films in the 80s and the 90s when they were truly films? Were you a film? I did. I did. Actually, a funny short story is that when I was younger, like 18, 19 years old in the mid 80s, my dream was always to be a stripper. When I was in high school, I said, I want to be a stripper or I want to be a lawyer or a DJ, one of those. <laughs> and so I always did have this obsession, I think, with porn. And part of it came from a low self esteem and low image. I used to be about a hundred pounds overweight and uh, my entire life until I hit about 38. And so, yes, I did. Um, and in fact, when I met my current partner, I had more porn than he did. So there you go. My God, that's so funny. Now, you know what's so funny is in today's world, do people really have a porn collection or is it all just on their phone or a zip drive? Like, Back then, when you when someone said I have a porn collection, you had VHS tapes, you had beta beta tapes. Like now, then it went to DVDs and laser discs for a minute. Like you truly had a tangible collection. Yes, yes, yes. And I think um, it has evolved to where it's all online now. Um, I don't. I mean, I think people probably older. Adults, uh, more mature ones, do have all the DVDs. I still have my DVDs that I had purchased. Um, but yeah, I do definitely think that it's um, kind of progressed or proceeded to all online. What do you think? Well, absolutely. <clears throat> I think DVDs are fading out and it will be all online, which is kind of a shame, though, because back in the day, it was such an event to watch a porn. You had to get in your car. You had to go drive to the local mom and pop video store. Like I kind of miss the day when you had to work a little bit harder for something. Everything right. is so easy now, which I guess is great in one way. I'm not complaining really, but it's just almost too easy to get now. I liked, I like the right. era when you had to work for something. Right. Right. And go to the polling booths and stand in line. You know what I mean? Right. You to, yes. You had to like work to get your vote in. You had to work to go rent your porn and then be kind. Rewind was always on it. So, but it's right. just, life is just, we're not in the eighties anymore. These new kids in the business, 18 year old kids and older, 
They're so into technology. I don't get it at all. I'm so bad at technology. It's definitely a learning process. I know uh, for myself, just getting into this industry, um, going on three years, holy cow, like I never had a clue what I would need to learn just to start camming, live web camming. So yeah, I get it. Um, so one of the things I thought was interesting when I was uh, kind of looking at your history, um, and you can confirm if this is correct or not, but it, when you got into the business, um, part of your story that I read was that you were literally waiting for a bus and someone drove up and talked to you about modeling. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how you got into the industry? It actually, you know, it's so funny because it's like there's so, you know, there's truth in so many of these stories. It wasn't a bus I was waiting for. Back in the day, I had an MG midget, if you remember those little cute that never worked. And I was waiting for my girlfriend to pick me up. And I lived on Orchid and Franklin, something like that in Hollywood. And, um, and this really cute guy pulls up in like the Trans Am with the gold eagle on the T-tops and the sheepskins. And, you know, so that, and he was in the business and he's like, oh, if you ever want to do figure modeling, here's the card, you know, and I'm like, hands what does that even mean figure modeling you know right but then like two months later i was broke the mg finally i think the engine blew up and i was like well i'll just do a few films Mm -hmm. i'll just do a couple to kind of like you know pay off my bills pay rent for a few you know and then here i am 38 years later so maybe it was a blessing in disguise that that mg was always broken (laughs) they say everything happens for a reason And I got to tell you, I have had a wonderful long career in this business and still work it. You know, the OnlyFans and the conventions. Like I am what we used to call a lifer. Ginger Lynn, Amber Lynn. Nina Hartley finally quit. But yeah, no, I love it. I love it. You just have to jump on the next lily pad of what the next fad is. That is for sure. And since you like started in, I mean pre-DVD almost, I mean, probably VHS tapes. (laughs) I know that's, you know, some of the stuff I have is on VHS, but tell me about what you are currently doing. I saw that you have a website, but are you also on OnlyFans? I I am definitely a big presence on OnlyFans. Um, Just the various sites out there. You know, it's the first time that I've worked from home. It's the first (laughs) that my phone is my lead way into my business. It's weird. Like, you know, cause I was used to going on sets and then I was on right. SM for 18 years and I always went to the studio. Like this is the first time that I'm an at home worker mm-hmm. which is good though, but it's just the way of the world. Your phone, that's your business for the most part. Right. Right. And so are you shooting at all for any studios anymore or all all self-produced. All self-produced. You know what? I was a vivid girl for eight, nine years. Before that, I worked for everybody in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I just feel like why work for a studio when you can own your content for the first time? Yes. I mean, when I was with Vivid, I got a royalty. So at least mm-hmm. I made money off each tape sold and DVD sold. Um, but like 
I do it because I love it. I don't do it because, yeah. oh my God, how am I going to pay my rent? Or, you know, right. I'm not 18, you know, but I genuinely love it. I mean, and you could work at your own pace. I might not work for three days, you know, and then one day I wake up and go, God, I'm fucking horny. Hey, I'm going to shoot content for OnlyFans. Like, why kill two birds with one stone kind of a thing? So I just have to, um, you just, being in this business for almost 40 years, you just have to catch the next wave and see what that brings us. And yes, yes. The absolute, you know, way right now, who knows? It might last a day. It might last 10 years. You just right. have to, you know, you just have to go with the flow. And that is true. Else. There'll be something else that takes its place if that ever folds, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's the thing I've definitely learned in my three years in this business is you really have to be able to punt and kick, I call it. It's like, okay, well, this either isn't working or this site has went down or uh, something gets shut down. It's like, you've got to be on top of it to just be able to pivot to the next thing. Um, the studio work, I totally understand that. I shot for a studio once and um, man, that content is everywhere. You know, I use a DMCA service and it's like every week um, that is the most, I don't know, stolen content, of course, which I have no um, control over that. I can't even do a takedown because I don't own it. So that was definitely different. Yeah. It just, you know, I love the studios. I mean, obviously the ones that I worked with are a few are around evil angel, mm -hmm. very, maybe one or two, but I just, I do it because I love it. So if I do it, because <laughs> I love it, why not own it? And that way, uh, you know, every time it settles, it's like cha-ching, cha-ching, you know, that yes. kind of um, I mean, if I was a new girl in the business, I would definitely work for the studios to get your name out there. But if your name's already out there, a, like an Abella Danger or Riley Reed, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, you don't really have to work for the studios. Right, right. And that's why I did it, too, is definitely to get that experience. I mean, there's nothing like being on set. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was like I did a cameo recently for Wicked, which is now owned by Adult Time. And um, Axel Braun, just one of the greatest directors, was the director. And it was so fun to be on a set. It was so fun, yeah. the craft, like a true blue old school porn set where they have a craft table services. They, you know, take your order for lunch, uh, hair and makeup, quiet on the set. Like, I I love that feeling. It just, it's yes. in my blood. It's just, it's such a great, fun feeling. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it too. I hope to do some more studio work. Um, I know for the MILF, you know, segment, which is where I fit in the MILF gilf, um, you know, there's not as much opportunity, but I'm still pushing for it. It's, it's amazing though, how so many, I remember years ago, I, when I was on, on radio, I interviewed Nina Hartley and she was like, Christy, the MILF gave me a whole new life form in the business. Like, you know, and then the yes. parodies gave me a whole new push, you know, like she's like, it's amazing how it's always evolving and doing something different. And I keep jumping on the next bandwagon. Yes, yes, for sure. So um, tell me, um, I know we're about the same age. How do you keep in shape? What's your secret? I mean, you look amazing. I I mean, you are just iconic, legendary. So what's your secret? 
You know, I don't really have one. I don't, I do yoga maybe twice a week. I just mm-hmm. don't work out that much anymore. I remember, you know, in the day I'd go to the morning, you know, step class and at night you go to this class. Now I'm like, oh fuck, I don't even want to get my yoga pants on. Like, I don't know. I guess I kind of watch what I eat. My biggest downfall is I love a glass of red wine every night. And nothing wrong with that. It's not, but I'd lose that extra eight pounds if I stopped that. And it's so funny because on the road, when I danced for 10 years, you know, in clubs, I was on porn. I never touched a drug or a drop of alcohol because I knew I had to stay laser focused. Right. 56, I'm like, oh, I want a glass or two every night. Like, I've earned the right at Absolutely. this point. I was just going to say, you've earned the right to do what the hell you want. I mean, and that is what I do love about, I mean, life after 50, 55 was amazing. Um, I'm about to turn 56, but I don't know about you, but the 50s have been like the best years of my life, I think, just sexually and you know, uh, kids are all grown and out of the house now, you know, don't have to worry about that. And so it's like a whole new world. You're right. Every decade, 20s, I was learning about myself. I was insecure. I didn't know who I was or where I fit in, except I knew I fit in in porn. But like 20s were probably the roughest because I was just trying to figure out who I was. Right. What turned me on? And oh my God, if I'm too loud in bed, is the guy going to get turned off? And you know, that kind of thing. Yes. This is where I was like, fuck you world. I've got it, you know? And then forties was when I really became more, believe it or not, even though I made it in my forties is where I really fine tuned my sex in a way. Like, Mm-hmm. I really started to be like, this is what I want. If you don't want it, there's the door. Like I be, I was more aggressive in my forties. You uh, found your power. You found your power. Exactly. Exactly. And then fifties, I'm like you, I'm like, I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I have no time for BS. You're either on my team or you're not. And I don't right. really give a fuck if you're not. On. I like, I just, I'm in that fifties is where you just don't give a fuck as long as I'm happy. And I sure hope you're happy. But if you're not, this is what you see is what you get. Take it or leave it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so you, you lead right into one of my questions. What, knowing what you do now, what would you tell your 20 year old self? What advice would you have given yourself? God, what advice would I have given myself? Obviously, as my dad used to say, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, it's so geeky. When you get older, you start saying what your parents used to say. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, just enjoy the ride. You know, don't push anything. Let it happen organically. But I have to, I and I'm not like, you know, rose colored glasses. I don't look back and regret one thing and go like, oh, I should have done this or, oh, I should have done that. You know, that I don't look back and, and have any regrets. Like people go, oh, you were always a vivid girl. You always worked for other companies. Do you wish you would have started your own company? No, I didn't. I just went there to have great sex. Right. I, I didn't want to worry about distribution. I didn't want to worry about, oh, it's been 60 days. This guy hasn't paid for his 10,000 DV. Like, 
I just wanted to go and be free and have a good time. So I don't know what I would have told myself because I don't have any regrets. That's awesome. I don't look back and go, I should have done it this way. I did it my way and it worked out beautifully. And I'm a big believer. Everything happens for a reason too. So always, I know for me, if I'm trying to accomplish something or work towards something and it is so damn hard, like I'm just hitting a wall every time I turn around and nothing's working out. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm big into energy and, and energy healing, that kind of thing. Then I just know it, it's not meant to be, if it's got to be so hard to attain, sometimes it's not what you're supposed to be doing. So I I love that you have no regrets. That's amazing. Yeah. None, none at all. And I get it too. Like in relationships, if, it, if you just can't figure it out and get it together, just get out. They aren't right. the right one. You know, it's just not yep. the right one for you. And you get to that age where you just, I have no time for games, bullshit, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. And it's a really powerful place to be. Yes, it is. Um, that is one thing I really liked about, um, you know, my age, I think, and just, been around the block a few times. It is, you know, I'm very open. Pretty much everybody in my life knows what I do. Some have chosen not to be in my life because of that. And it's like, I'm okay with that. Like either you love me for who I am or I don't need you, you know? And it's, uh, it's kind of nice to get to that point because I spent all my former life worrying what everybody else thought, you know, that kind of thing. And so, I think that's powerful. Um, So what do you do to stay horny? I know for me, women, mature women, we have hormone issues. We may have gone through menopause, but what's your secret? You know, thankfully I haven't, I'm not even on hormones of any sort. I haven't no, I, you know, went through the change, didn't notice a thing. My thing now is I have to like you. Like my thing now is if like, I don't need lube unless you want to fuck my tits because they don't sell (laughs) lube. I don't need lube. Like I have never in the last 10 years, I've never had to use lube unless again, it was for something like tit wrecking. So my thing is my pussy's wet. I want to be with you. You know, like it just, that's my indicator. And if I'm not turned on to somebody, I don't want to be with you. I have to be. At this stage, I have to not just be sexually attracted to you, but I have to also mentally be attracted to you. I was just going to say, so that does that play a big part for you? Is that emotional attraction? And it sounds like it does. It does now. It did when I was 20. I'd be like, what's your name? You know, at a club and you'd bend over in a bathroom. But now you, you know, but in today's world, you do have to be a little more careful. Right. Because. It's not as clean as it used to be, you know, like, right. It's different out there. It's a whole different game in the, in this year, you know, in the two thousands, it's not, we're not in the eighties. We're not in the nineties. You have to know and be a little more picky than I was at least in my twenties, thirties, and even till about 45. And then monkeypox, who the fuck would have even like, you know, I'm just saying like, you have to be a little more choosy now. You can't, yep. it, 
And and yet, luckily, I'm like you. God knows I was around that block a million times and very lucky and it was very safe and it was very Mm -hmm. loving. Now you just have to be a little more careful. Yeah. It's funny because my partner and I have been in the swing lifestyle for about 14 years. But once we kind of got into the adult industry, it's funny because my desire for the swinging lifestyle really um, kind of got squashed because it's like, now, um, if I'm going to fuck you, uh, you need to be tested, you know, regardless if you're wrapping your tool or not, you, you know, I want to, you know, I want to film it. I'm going to make money off of it. And so it's so funny because we joke that really getting in the adult industry really ruined our swing lifestyle. I got it. So, you know, I used to have a, a neighbor and we used to go to swing parties like once a month and we were just fuck buddies. And it was weird. For years we would go and it was so much fun. Everyone wore condoms, you know, which I grew up not using condoms. I mean, but after the pandemic hit, they ju- it, that just kind of fell apart. It was weird. But, but again, I had a great eight years of doing it and it was so much fun. But I don't miss it. Just like I don't miss being on set every day. I did it. I melted. I enjoyed it. And now it's like, okay, now what? Now let's go to the next thing. You know, it's not the kind of thing that I'd want to do every day till I'm 95 years old, you know, like, but it was great and it was fun, but it was like, obviously during the pandemic, it got, everything got shut down, even though they were private clubs to begin with, but everyone was like, oh my God, the sky's falling. And I don't blame them because that's how we all felt. But um, Swing clubs were so much fun. Oh my God. They were, they were so much fun. And I'd go with my friend and we had rules like, okay, you don't leave my side. You know, I don't care if you're at the other end of the room, but we always have to have, contact. you know, that kind of thing. But it's just all been fun. Every stage, every cycle, it's just, it's constant. Every couple of years it changes. It just has to, or life gets boring. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what is your ideal sexual partner? What kind of guy gets your motor running, Christy? I've never had a type. I've never had a type. Um, I'm short, tall, fat, thin. Thin I don't like. I was married to a really thin guy, and I always felt like I had to compete with him. Um, I don't have a type, but it's somebody that now, because I don't go to swing clubs, I don't go to nightclubs anymore. It's just... I did it since I was 15, you know, and you had a good fake ID and you tight and wore a sweater and no one cared how old you were. Now, you know, like now I'm seeing a guy and we love to go to dinner and then come home and have great sex and then just cuddle and watch movies. He's my age. Watch movies from the 80s, all the John Hughes films. And, you know, it's, it's more of a very solid, calm, fun relationship. So would you say as you've gotten older, do you prefer a more mature guy or do you like the younger ones? Oh, no, always, always. Even when I was, you know, in high school, my boyfriend was 18 or not. I never liked the younger guy for me only because, um, you know, I I always liked older men. And (laughs) then I was at a convention in New Jersey a few weeks ago, one of the Exoticas, and one of my only members was there, young guy, I call him the cub on OnlyFans. 
And he kept saying, but I just want to come up and fuck you, Christy. I just want to come up and fuck you. And I said, this is why I don't date younger men. Right. Who says this to a girl? That's not, I just want to fuck you. I you and everybody else wants to. Like, what else do you have to offer me? A, you're not coming up to fuck me. B, you're not coming up to fuck me. C, you're not coming up to fuck me. And this is not like older men because, and he's adorable and he's sweet, but it's that immaturity that I yeah. don't like. Mm-hmm. They're eye candy. They're adorable. They could probably sustain longer. Not that I need sex for two hours, you know, porn shoot. Give me a good solid 30 minutes and I'm, I'm good to go. You know, I don't, I don't like the younger mentality sexually as much as I do a guy my age or within, you know, five, 10 years of my right. age. The 20s right. are beautiful, but they just need to mature just like I did at 20. Most people need to at 20. You need to find your ground. You need to find your voice. Right. You, you, don't be desperate. And then like, he's like, oh, now I know why you don't like me. I'm ugly. And I'm thinking, I'm fucking 56. What is like, it's so not what right. I want to deal with. Like, and I said, oh, stop it, cub. Like, it's not a yeah. turn to a mature one. Maybe an 18 year old thinks that's cute, but not a girl my age. I don't, you know, go to therapy, <laughs> figure it out. Like, I'm not your therapist. I'm not your right. pillow. Like, so I've never, back to your question, I don't, I love the cubs to look at, but not to fuck because there's always problems. They're just right. not Right. They're just not mature enough, just like I wasn't at that age. You just right. have to mature into your, you know, comfortable spot. Hopefully they'll get to it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like older, I like guys within my range. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a lot, you know, it's funny. Um, people ask me like, what, you know, what is your fan base? And for me, you know, I have like, it's like the middle is not there, but I have the two ends. So it's the 20 to 30 or it's like the 40 and up, you know, it's like that 30 to 45. Um, you know, they're still looking for the younger girls, I think, but, um, so that's interesting. And it sounds like your fan base might kind of be in the same, the Cubs, you know, you got the Cubs and the mature guys who, appreciate us like fine wine. <laughs> yes, it's so true. I do have that 32. Like I, I have, because I've been around for 38 yeah. years, I've got a, a, a total assortment. My fan base, the, the least are the young kids. Like whatever yeah. the shows, the exoticas or any of the conventions, AVN, I want that noon spot. I want to sign from 12 to seven. That's my demographic. Come seven mm-hmm. o'clock, they're young, there's a group of guys, they're a little drink. That's not my demographic. Those really, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll get salt and pepper with a few of them, but that's not my meat and potatoes of a fan base. I love that analogy. That is awesome. <laughs> I, it's just how it is. Like, come, you know, seven, eight o'clock at one of the shows, I'm like, not my, not my crowd, not my yeah. group. Give me that that good solid twelve o'clock when the doors open. The collectors right. show up with their little wheelies of you know five thousand things to sign, and that's my demographic. That earlier you know collector crowd. I love it. Are you planning to go to AVN in January in Vegas? Yes, I'm doing. I'm going to DC next week for the Exotica. For Exotica. 
Mm-hmm. Be, are you going to be there? I'm going to be signing with Ginger Lynn and Kimmy Kaboom at Planetary Studios booth. I will be there. Is that a Exotica or AVN? AVN. AVN. Yeah, I'll be- so I'll be at AVN as well. Who are you signing for or what booth? So I haven't uh, actually gotten that nailed down yet. So I have, um, I'm in the process. Some emails are exchanging back and forth, but I will be at the Chatterbait booth. So I'll be streaming with Chatterbait. Um, They did invite me to stream with them. So uh, because largely um, I'm kind of a split 50-50 only fans content creation and live cam model. That's how I got my start was live cam model. So So many so many have from camming. Like in the 90s, the girls got their start because they were house girls at strip clubs. Yes. And as porn features would come in and they'd be like, oh my God, I want to become a... Now it's cam girls, you know, because yeah. stripping is kind of, yeah, the girls go out here and there for a night or two. Whereas in the 90s, you were there six days, four shows a day. I mean, it was, it was beautiful. You take your Polaroids after. I mean, um, but again, stripping, it's just not what it used to be because now guys could stay home and watch a girl on chatterbait, on camming. You know, you don't have to, right. once again, get in your car, drive to the club, pay your cover charge, you know, buy your two drinks. But no, I'll definitely be at AVN. at Planet. I can't wait to meet you. I hope I get to meet you in person. I know. That's so amazing. Is your partner coming? Yes. Yep. We will be there. Um, it's our first AVN. Um, so yeah, I mean, how can we not go? It's our first AVN. <laughs> so much fun. I love the conventions. I love the totally. There's like that 99.9% of the fans are amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm very fortunate that, you know, they're just great. They're great. My fans. That yeah. is awesome. So um, as we start to kind of wrap up, tell me what, do you have any new projects coming up? Anything that you're working on? Um, Tell us what you've got in the works. You know, like I was saying, it's always like OnlyFans is my number one. That's like, you know, I release a new video every week um, then sprinkle it in throughout the week with nude photos, Mm -hmm. live shows and VIP live shows. Uh, do a lot of conventions, like every other month or something. Right. Uh, but OnlyFans is really the mainstay. And then there was another site that just closed down, which is too bad, Sex Panther. That's a thing, like, you just got to enjoy them while they're around because everything's got a shelf life. It will eventually. Oh, yes. You know, like I was on SiriusXM for 18 years. That one day with the whole cancel culture and, you know, whatever, they got rid of anything adult themed on Sirius XM because you didn't want to offend people. So really right now I concentrate on OnlyFans and the conventions. Um, I'm looking into starting like a many vids, but then my life is very full. Like I said, I'm seeing somebody, Mm -hmm. we travel every couple of weeks. We'll go, you know, go away for a week or we'll go away for three weeks. Like I'm just kind of in this wonderful area now where I could work part-time, but then enjoy life. I've paid my dues. Awesome. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. And like that's what I'm hoping to work towards <laughs> what you have. Well, I started when I was 18, but you know, it's like, I don't need to hustle like I used to. Right. Right. So I just, I enjoy it. I mean, I sell stuff on eBay and on my sexy auctions. Like, 
you just you 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 pick here from here and there and you do what you do but then i'm at that wonderful like oh my god i could take two weeks off if i want yes yeah you know, and it's just- good to have those multiple streams of income um circling back to sex panther um, that's hit me personally really hard. That was about 20% of my monthly income came from that. And with them going straight to app only, um, you know, I have a lot of married guys and I have a lot of guys in relationships that, you know, texting is a lot easier than if I have to have an app on my phone and she sees that or, you know, it's not, I don't like it anymore. I, I, and it's a shame because I'm like you, it was a nice little chunk of income. Yeah. Uh, and the app, I just, I like, I wake up, I turn my phone off every night and I used to love to wake up and you'd hear bing, bing, yeah. bing, 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 and you'd be like, oh, how are you, Jay? How are you this? How are, you know, what are you yeah. doing? Today? So it, it's going to slowly die. It will because the app or the, it, it's just not as good as it used to be. And I don't sit there on my phone and check it every 10 minutes before you just notice someone texted you it was beautiful so i'll fill in that gap with something else but you know what here's the beauty i'll do it after the holidays i don't want to worry about it right now i don't want to worry about it right now i want to enjoy my conventions my best friend ginger is turning 60 in two weeks no so you know we're having a big party like it's christmas like i just don't have time to worry about it right now i'll deal with that after the first of the year after avn after x3 so basically i'll get to it around i don't know valentine's day or something february i just love your attitude oh my gosh and your positivity and so amazing and refreshing because I'm still in the hustle mode, but you know, I didn't get into this business till I was 53. So I've got a lot of time to make up for. Well, you came in at a good time with you owning your own content. Like this is the yeah. first time in my 38 years that I've seen women talent. I should say men too, men too, talent own their content and it's beautiful and it's wonderful and the girls are finally making a lot of money you know what i mean like we made good money on the road dancing you know like Mm -hmm. we had that great income i was actually i did very well at vivid you know getting Mm -hmm. royalties um but overall the talent is in charge of their stuff you know the vivid girls we were in a whole different bubble than girls in the 90s. It's just, it's a good time. It's a good era for talent to make money in this business. It is for sure. So with that being said, where can everyone find you? What's the best place to find you? And I'll also link it when uh, this episode goes live. Okay, perfect. Um, My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Christy Canyon number, number one, one. So Christy Canyon 11. That's okay. also Twitter handle. Cool. Okay. And then we hope Twitter, Twitter sticks around. (laughs) I hope it does. I love Twitter. I know it like the back of my hand. You know what? At this age, I, if I know something, I don't want to change it. I, I just want to wake up and know what I'm going to do again. Like I have an Instagram, but I, it's so, I just have it to try and delete the fakes, but they never do. Like I have to say Twitter is amazing at deleting fakes. Instagram they're assholes. They, they'll send me like a notice. We found that 
Christy Canyon 0911 is not in violation. And I'm like, not violation. They've stolen my photos. They've changed up my name ever so slightly. And if you go on their DMs, they're just bilking fans for money. I want to say I never ask fans for money. Oh, my dog's dying. Can I have 500? Like, right. It's all a scam. And I love Twitter because they're responsible with fakes. Instagram, yeah. not so much. Um, I don't like them. So I hope Twitter stays around. I really do. I do too. And um, I use Brandit Scan for that. And you can actually link the um, fake account and they will do the takedown with Instagram, just an FYI. You know what? Yeah. Tell me that information. I will. Yep. It's Brandit branditscan.com. I'll do a little plug for them. Um, okay. It's inexpensive. It's like 45 bucks a month. And they have taken down so much stolen content. I can't even begin to tell you, but I'll also uh, send that over. I'll email That's that to you. Great. Okay. Cause I wrote it down brand, like a brand it scam.com. Yep. Scan S C A N.com. Mm -hmm. Messed it up. S-C-A-N. Okay, but send it over just in case. I will. And I'll I will. link, I'm going to link them in my, when this uh, video goes live too. But I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with me. So um, it has been amazing. I cannot wait. I hope that I can meet you at AVN. I know it, I have a feeling AVN is going to be a little crazy, but um, I hope we can link up and at least oh, we definitely each other. Absolutely. You are so nice. Thank you so much for having me on your show and I'll see you in about a month. Sounds great. You have an amazing holiday. You too. You too. You're all dressed up for it. You've already got the red, you got the red pillow in the background. You're already prepared. Thank you. All right, Christy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. Bye-bye.